to Empowerment and All That podcast, your favorite podcast for women's empowerment hosted by Rita Bautista. It's time to be reminded of the authority of your inner goddess and elevate the power within. Are you ready? Hey guys, it's Rita here coming at you on March 18th, 2020 in the wake of coronavirus. Now, for those of you who know, I am in a, a rep in healthcare and I live in Houston, Texas. And part of my territory is actually in the medical center. Well, one of the good things and bad things, unfortunately, is that because I am in the middle of all of this and I am getting a chance to see what's going on um, and develop, um, I get to see it on the front line, right? So, um, you know, at first it was fine. Everything was fine. And then all of a sudden people started freaking out and (laughs) we saw an excess of toilet paper purchasing and stuff like that. But You know, one of the good things is because I am surrounded by physicians, you get to hear their perspective on this, like people who are in infectious diseases, internal medicine physicians, um, family medicine doctors, everyone in general. And, you know, for them, their perspective is just, you know, calm down. We really don't have anything that we can give you. But if you have patients and, you know, You keep in mind, and this is the one thing that I want everybody to know, is just like be mindful of your healthcare providers because they're also putting themselves at risk for all of us every day that they get up in the morning and they are tackling um, this virus head on and they're still providing patient care. You know, they're also putting themselves at risk. And so one of the things that they've asked is, you know, if you are, if you are starting to see symptoms, you know, call the CDC first. I mean, call your office if you need to. They'll give you the number to the CDC because they can't necessarily do anything for you. But if your symptoms start to worsen, then you'd need to go to the hospital. But in order to keep as many people as possible um, uncontaminated or uh, to stop the virus from spreading, they're basically saying, you know, guys, if you don't need to leave your house, don't follow CDC guidelines. They're there for a reason. And as much as it sucks to be at home quarantined, Um, it's better than getting sick and continuing to pass on the virus. Because some of us actually could potentially be carriers, and it's not necessarily that we wouldn't survive it. It's, you know, obviously our grandparents or those people who are at risk that could potentially suffer um, through this, through the the illness. And, you know, we want to make sure that we are just being mindful and conscious of one another. And so I wanted to just kind of share this quick little moment with you guys Um, I'm really excited about, um, just how amazing people have been on social media, the positive folks who have been sharing, you know, inspirational messages, people who are going to use their platforms for positive to keep people happy and motivated. And like one of the cool things I saw the other day was John Lennon, John Legend, sorry, not John Lennon, but I'm sure he would have done it too if he was alive. Um, But John Legend actually did a free concert on social media. And then we're going to continue seeing a lot of these artists who are taking to social media to share positive positivity, uh, you know, solidarity and community throughout this difficult time. 
Um, I feel for the guys out there who can't watch sports, you know, I'm just like, what are you going to do? You know, what are you going to, who are you going to talk to? But, uh, hopefully, you know, they, there's some, um, there's some things online that you guys can keep preoccupied with, or, you know, talk to your partner, you know, like get to know them. Uh, so I actually had an opportunity a couple of months ago to play a game called 20 questions with my mother. And it was probably one of the most thought-provoking growth opportunities for her and I's relationship. You know, our relationship, as I've mentioned in previous episodes, was a little tumultuous when I was growing up. I mean, we didn't always get along. Um, I see now that we probably had a lot of similarities, which is probably why she wasn't the biggest fan of a lot of the decisions that I made. But... um, but it was really cool because I got to really just kind of like dive deep um, and have these conversations with her. And so, you know, the traditional game is basically a drinking game where you ask 20 questions and all it's basically no boundaries, no, no fear, no worries, no judgments. Anything that's said at that moment can no longer be held against the other person. You can't use it and you have to agree on it before you start. And so the way I started And the way most of these games start is you start with a very introductory question. Um, What's your favorite color? Um, You know, who was your favorite? Who was your crush? Who did you fall in love with first? Stuff like that. I mean, I'm pretty sure most of you guys know this stuff from your parents, but then starting to dive a little bit deeper and take these questions into a more of a reflective and understanding space and try to be as compassionate and empathetic. So what I took from the situation was that I think at times we give our parents these godlike perspectives, these godlike figure, role model ideals, like as if they can do no wrong because they teach us to do no wrong or they tell us that we can't do things a particular way when all the time they're really just trying to make sure that you don't repeat the mistakes that they've made. And it was really insightful because I got to understand what her perspective was when she was raising us. You know, it's one thing to sit there and to blame your parents for the way that they raise you, but it's another thing for you to actually dive into their minds, into their psyche, and find out exactly why they were reacting in those spaces or why they chose to be a certain way with you. And, you know, it's pretty it's pretty amazing to see that. So what was great and what I took away from this, right, Uh, You know, we started off, like I said, very basic conversations with the introductions and, you know, who did you fall in love with first? And then we dove deeper. And what I love about this time that we are in right now is if you're already in quarantine and you have no other choice but to talk to people, pick up the phone and you have the extra time, pick up the phone and call someone that you haven't talked to in a while let it be like a college friend or a parent and maybe don't do the full-blown 20 questions maybe break it up into five questions a day and that way it gives you something to look forward to and you add it to the part of your routine so we did this over a span of three days when she was visiting Um, but what was great was that when the outcome when we came to like the deep dive questions right so I asked her you know, what would you have done differently? What would you wish you would have done differently as a mother? You know, when someone, when a child asks a parent, what do you wish 
you would have done differently, it basically puts them in a very humanized position, right? Because they don't ever want their kids to look at them like as if they didn't do everything in their power to raise them the right way or to do the best that they could to give them the best or to provide for them. And it was really insightful because as difficult as our relationship may be, as many times as we could get into a fight or as many times as we don't talk to each other, if I go back to that space of humanizing the person, it really gives me an opportunity to be empathetic and to walk away in moments when situations are going to get bad, but I know that it's going to turn around. So her response was basically, you know, she wishes that she would have been able to provide my a father figure there in the household full time. And um, she would have had patience, a little bit more patience with my father, which I thought was really interesting, but not in the sense of um, in that space of, oh, you know, like I, I not in the sense of companionship, but more of like in the space of how it transformed the person that I became in the long run. And I thought that was pretty, pretty deep, right? And then um, one of the things that I told her, one of the questions I asked her was, what do you, uh, one of the questions that she asked me was, what do you wish that I would have understood when you were growing up? And my response to her was basically, I wish you would have had more confidence in the way you raised us because then you would have more confidence in the spaces that we're in as adults now and you wouldn't worry as much. But from what I'm seeing, parents in general, moms specifically, once they give birth to you, they never stop worrying. But, you know, I mean, there is that cut the cord symptom that that has to happen at some point. But, um, but yeah, so it was a really interesting perspective and a very interesting conversation to have. So I challenge you guys today, if you're sitting there in quarantine, wherever you're listening to me from, take a second, pick a person, maybe pick five people and play 20 questions with them. You don't even have to let them know that you're playing 20 questions with them. It could be via text message or via phone call. You know, people get weirded out by phone calls nowadays. I don't understand why I am the biggest phone call person. I'm still the person who picks up the phone and calls my friends because there is something unique about the sound of the voice that nothing can change or being physically present with someone. And obviously right now we can't necessarily be physically present with each other, but use this time wisely to solidify those connections that you've already had and to develop and to continue to develop stronger understandings. And maybe through all of this, negativity because of the coronavirus, we have the ability to make genuine connections with people and understand them a bit more. And maybe this is the ability for all of us to connect on a compassionate level. Well, that's it for today, you guys. Please make sure to rate and subscribe this podcast. You can find me on iTunes, wherever you're listening to me right now, but uh, rate me on iTunes, Spotify, um, Google Casts, And, you know, like I said, I'm challenging you today to be as compassionate and empathetic and go find out more information about your family member, about your friend, about your partner, about your child. You know, you can play this game with your younger child as well to get some really early on reflections of how they are, how they are receiving what you're giving as a parent. 
or how your partner is perceiving certain situations. And I challenge you to make sure that you remain open when you're having these conversations because not every answer that you're going to get is going to be 100% what you want to hear. But let it be an opportunity for you to reflect and to see if it's something that suits you or if it's something that you may be able to work on. All right, guys, I'm Rita reminding you to keep it positive or don't keep it at all. Thanks for tuning in to Empowerment and All That podcast with your host, Rita Bautista. Want to help me grow the listener tribe? Make sure to subscribe to this podcast and follow us on Instagram and Facebook under Empowerment and All That. And remember, keep it positive or don't keep it at all.